This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. Podcast with your boy S. McCann. This is episode 23, Eagles Week 6 Review. And in this episode, we lost once again in week 6, but it's going to be some growing pains. And the Bucks came out firing. On all cylinders and we still had a chance to win that game but at the end we're not running the ball we're not giving it to our playmakers and so the outcome will be a loss sit back relax let's get it episode 23 yeet So this week, week six, Thursday night football, prime time against the GOAT, Tom Brady, in Philly. We got a loss. And in this game, we were always close in score. It could be 13. We was down 13 most of the game. It was in reach. It was a short week. Tom Brady didn't have Grunk, didn't have his starting corners on the outside. Finger was hurt, couldn't put that much on the ball. And we still didn't get the win. With all those variables, you got to figure out how to come away with a win at home. There's too many variables right there. Going into the game, I thought it was going to be a good game just based off of how we looked against the Chiefs and how Tom Brady looked that same week. The play calling sucked this week. In the beginning of the game, just like every week. In the beginning of the game, we can't get nothing going. They want to drop back and throw, 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 throw. We need to stop throwing, and we need to start running. That's what we need to do. Set everything up off of the run. It's going to be many times that every team know what we're going to do. They putting. 85% of the offense on Jalen Hurts. You can't do that to a young quarterback. Yeah, you might think that he can handle all of this stuff. Okay, yeah, he can handle it. But just to make him comfortable back there, you have to 
ease his mind with running the ball. If you run the ball, then you can do play action. Then you can do all of these things that will help out the offense. Short passes, dumps, all of that stuff. Screens. But if you don't run the ball, you can't do none of that stuff. You can't set anything up if you don't run the ball. Even in that game, in the beginning of the game, Devontae Smith was cooking Sherman. Hit Sherman with an in and out. Oh, my gosh. Sherman hurt his hamstring. What does that tell you? Now you can throw the ball, right? But you have to set it up. Don't keep on throwing, 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 and throwing. You know what? Let these corners start thinking back there. We don't let no defense think of what we're about to do. They know what we're about to do. We're so predictable. The offense is so predictable. You got to be unpredictable in, in the National Football League, man. These defenses, these defensive coaches are good. They know what you're about to do. You got to have them on their heels. Once Sherman got hurt, you should have put them corners in certain situations where they just came in the game. Okay, let's do some slants. Let's do some, some you know, in routes and get them out of their comfort zone. Nope, they didn't do that. The one thing that stunned me that whole game was Devontae Smith only had two receptions two receptions and they have they starting corners something ain't right something ain't right either you ain't calling the, the right plays or I don't know. You have to get them open somehow, some way. I don't I don't know what's going on. And again, Jalen Rager. Nowhere to be found this game. Zero receptions for zero yards. Zero receptions for zero yards. Now, it wasn't like it was a clean pocket for Jalen Hurts. Maybe he was running out of the pocket too quickly. But from what I seen, nothing was open. And, yeah, he was holding on to the ball too long where he got to just trust the receiver and just throw that thing, which he did, and he got picked off when he tried to throw it to Quez Watkins, and Quez Watkins didn't finish running through that route. And running to the ball. Could have got a P.I. Could have got something. But he didn't keep on running. He stopped and thought he could jump and and catch the ball. But he was wrong. But Jalen Rager. Zero receptions equals zero yards. Our stats was not good. The defense played good getting us the ball back in a short field. And so the kudos goes to the defense the past two weeks, last week against the Panthers and then this week against the Bucks. But it was still some adjustments. 
we was playing some type of prevent defense, just letting them just storm down the field. No pressure on the quarterback, just sitting back in zone, just letting Tom Brady just pick us off. They score 14-0. Easy. Easy. 14-0. Then we came down and we scored a touchdown. But other than that, like, you can't give Tom Brady, you can't let him be comfortable in the start of the game. Make him uncomfortable. Our stats was terrible, but we were still in the game. The Bucks had 28, we had 22. We could have won that game if other things went our way during the game, but Jalen Hurts, 12 of 26, 115 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That ain't good. That means something ain't right with the playbook. Something ain't going on. Cause we ain't have no big throws down the field. And yeah, he missed a lot, but still got to run the ball. Miles Sanders, nine carries for 56 yards. 6.2 yards a carry. And during the game, he only had like one carry from the first three quarters again. Why are you not running this man earlier in the game to get him involved? He's playing 100% of the snaps, basically. Ain't no one else rushed the ball. No other running back rushed the ball other than Miles Sanders. So he played 100% of the snaps. Four running backs. And he only got it nine times? Something ain't right. I don't know if they don't want to pay him. I don't know what's going on, but something ain't right that you're not giving him the ball. He's basically the best player on the Eagles offense all around. Talent-wise, everything. It should be just going through him. He's just like Kamara. McCaffrey, he's one of those type backs. Just give him the ball. I don't know why they don't want to give him the ball. Jalen Hurts, 10 carries, 44 yards, 4.4 yards a carry, two touchdowns. That's not bad. But if you can incorporate that with giving Miles Sanders the ball more, 18 carries. Then drop Jalen down to like eight carries. Come on, man. At least give Miles Sanders 10 plus. 15 plus. My bad. He should get 15 plus carries. And then 10 touches in the passing game. Like he should be getting the ball. It should just be moving through him. Receiving wise, Quest Watkins, three receptions, 44 yards, 14.7 yards of reception. He should be getting the ball more. Devontae Smith, he only had two receptions, 31 yards, 15.5 yards of reception. Should be feeding him too. Zach Ertz, the newly traded Zach Ertz, he had four receptions, 29 yards, 7.2 yards of reception, and one touchdown. Miles Sanders, two receptions, 10 yards, Five yards of reception. Kenneth Gainwell, one reception, one yard. And so you see this offensive makeup 
and our coach Nick Sirianni was supposed to be an offensive guru. I don't see it. I just don't see it. The offense don't look like anything special to me. Seems like it's just Eagles or an Eagle coach in the past that's running this offense. It doesn't look anything different than what we have seen in the past with the Eagles. So Tom Brady on the other side. He was 34 of 42, 297 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. What smoked us again, and that's every week. The defense plays solid. They only gave up 28 points. That's not bad when you can have your team or giving your team a chance to tie it up or win the game. And it was 28 points to the defending champs. Leonard Fournette, Larry, 22 carries, 81 yards, 3.7 yards, a carry, two touchdowns. See, the defense did their thing against the run, against Larry, but then you have Ronald Jones, five carries, 20 yards, four yards a carry. Even Tom got into it, (laughs) four rushes, one yard, average. 0.2 yards a a carry. That's Tommy. But again, the the defense did enough. Yeah, it was over 100, 101, or 102 rushing yards for a whole team for the Bucs. But how Leonard was pounding. He was pounding that rock. 22 carries. You see that? That's what Nick Suriani need to look at. He needs to go back to each game and see what the other team did against our defense. And how about you try that? How about you try and and give Miles Sanders 22 carries in the game and see how much of that workload will open up your offense on what you're trying to do. Receiving-wise for the Bucs, Antonio Brown, nine receptions, 93 yards, 10.3 yards of reception, one touchdown. O.J. Howard, six receptions, 49 yards, 8.2 yards of reception, one touchdown. Lenny, Lenny Frenette, six receptions, 46 yards, 7.7 yards of reception. Mike Evans got shut down. Godwin. Got shut down. Godwin had five receptions, 43 yards, 8.6 yards of reception. Mike Evans, two catches, 27 yards, 13.5 yards of reception, but he only had 27 yards. Cameron Brake, three receptions, 26 yards, 8.7 yards of reception. Ronald Jones, one reception, nine yards. And Giovanni Bernard, two receptions, four yards. Two yards reception. Overall, if you look at it, we did okay defensive-wise to me. 
We only allowed 5.5 yards per play, but they got 27 first downs. They ran 73 plays. We only ran 47. And when you look at that, how many plays that they're running and how many first downs they're getting, they was running the ball. They was getting first downs, running the ball. So that extends your playbook. That extends the play. Once you get first downs by running the ball, they had 399 total yards. We only had 213. Like, that's crazy in the total yards aspect. And we only lost by six? Come on, coach. You got to do better. Like, our team is not a terrible team. I think what's hindering us is the coaching. That's what's hindering us. It's young coaches. The defensive adjustments is too late during the game. The offensive adjustments is too late. And everybody can say, well, they were up 13. Yeah, you, they were only up 13. So you don't take the foot off the pedal when you up 13. Because in the National Football League, a touchdown can change everything which it did. Once we scored that touchdown, we cut it to six. And we did have a a two-point conversion in there to cut it to six. Whatever, what have you, we were down six points. The defense got a big stop on that offense. The refs called unsportsmanlike conduct, which to me, I'm like, dude, they ain't even do nothing. You don't call that at the end of the game to give them 15 yards and a first down. Man, it's like, yo, we can't catch a break. In any game, we can't catch a break. And a lot of those balls that was thrown to me look like pass interference on the Bucks. Wasn't being called. We got a few. But some of them wasn't being called. And so when you look at Jalen Hurts, his yards, throwing the ball, some of those yards, yeah, they're hidden and all of that because of it should have been PIs and stuff and we would have, you know, marched down the field or whatever and would have got a first down. But come on. You can't call that unsportsmanlike conduct at the end of the game with five minutes left. You can't do that. That's You got to swallow that. It was nothing that he said, nothing that he did. I looked at the, the tape. He ain't say, he really ain't say nothing. He made a stop and he was excited. Can't do that. A defensive player that's been a star for the six games has been Avante Maddox. That boy been balling, man. He made some timely stops, pass breakups this game and the last game. He's been playing at a high level. So I wanted to get a shout-out to him because he's been balling. So the day after the game, Zach Ertz was traded, and we all seen this coming. 
since the offseason and the beginning of the season, the Eagles are not looking to pay Zach Ertz that bread because he's coming up on a contract. His contract is over, so he's looking for a new deal. He's not the same player that he was before. Don't get me wrong. He is a good player, but he's not the same. And you have Dallas Goddard coming back off the COVID list and also Tyree Jackson coming off the injured reserve list. And it was no need to even have Zach Ertz on this roster because if you're trying to turn it over to Dallas Goddard and you're going to give him a deal, you had to let Ertz go. And you did him a solid. He went to the be- one of the best teams in the NFL, undefeated, Arizona Cardinals. So if that wasn't a good gesture, he- he's always going to be an eagle. His jersey going to be retired as an Eagle. And so that was a great gesture by the Eagles, sending him somewhere that he has a chance to win a championship, which he already won one here, but he has a chance to win a championship with Arizona. Going back to Jalen Hurts, he can't be 85% of the offense you have to incorporate Miles Sanders running the ball, passing to Miles Sanders out of the backfield and all of that because he's just a, a talented young player. Now that Zach Ertz is gone, the main player that you should be targeting and he should be playing 85 of the snaps and then sprinkling Tyree Jackson in there is Dallas Goddard. It is no way that Dallas Goddard should not be on the field. He should be on the field at all times. And if you do bring Tyree Jackson in, it's a two tight end set. But yeah, Dallas Goddard. It's the Dallas Goddard show now. This is what it should be. It should be the Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard show, sprinkling in Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins. And then once the running game opens up the passing game, you can let Jalen Hurts figure it out and do what he do. But there's no way that our team in this offense shouldn't be starting quickly against another team. Just run the ball. Get Miles Sanders going. And then you can call on him at the end of the game being that bell cow running back. I think he's one of the top boys, man. Young running back. He fresh? You ain't running for six games. He's fresh out here. (laughs) Now you can run him. And so looking forward to our next game against the Las Vegas Raiders. They had a little turmoil firing the head coach. And you guys know all about that, being racist and saying certain things about certain communities. But they could be hungry coming in. This game, we're on the road. 
We got our boy Lane Johnson back. He's he's returning after missing three games, three weeks, for personal reasons. So we have one of the best linemen on our team and in the NFL coming back. So now we can move Malata back to the left tackle. She'll give Jalen Hurts a little bit more protection back there. A little bit more time to throw the ball. So this week, like I say every week, we got a chance to win. We just got to shut down Waller. You know how Waller get down. And they can run the ball too. And then it's a burner on the outside. Rugs. So it's going to be a test for the defense. It ain't going to be sweet. But if we can get to Derek Carr, I don't think Derek Carr that nice. So if we can get to him, I think we got a chance to win that game. Defensively, their front four is nasty. Oh, man. That front four get pressure. They are all right up, up in that front four. So it's going to be a test for that offensive line. But I think we can do it. So with that, people, it's a wrap. One. So that was episode 23. Eagles week six review. Yeah. We don't like the outcome with some of these games. But as fans, we still watch week to week. And in this season, we already know it's a real rebuilding season. It's a showcase to see how Jalen Hurts will function as QB1. And it's just, you get experience. This is the experience for him being a quarterback. And it's experience for the front office to see if this is the quarterback of the future. But we do need to run Miles Sanders more. That should be an emphasis to weeks to come. Showcase him. Showcase Goddard. Sprinkle in Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins. Sprinkle in Gamewell. And we can be a good offense. The defense... We need to get more pressure, send more blitzes. Play Taylor more at the linebacker. And we should be all right. We ain't going to stop the run because our linebacking core is too small. And if we can make a trade for a linebacker by the trade deadline, I'm all with it. But with that, people... Fly Eagles fly, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One.